Okay, so hi everyone and welcome to the Spill Effect podcast. I'm EJ Safner and today I am so incredibly excited to have our guest on the podcast. He is someone I've looked up to for like four years now, which is crazy. He's so fucking funny and is a social media like guru, genius, whatever you want to call him. He knows how to grow his platform and he does it so well. Not to mention, he's the reason I, you know, keep up with the Bachelor franchise in general. Um, He's one of the most creative and in tune with pop culture people I know. He's definitely a favorite account that I have to follow on Instagram. He's also an Auburn grad, which I love, and I just adore him. So please welcome Tristan Watson. Oh my gosh, like intro of the year. Like (laughs) I do not deserve that at all. So first of all, thank you so much. Um, It's so funny to like, I like, we always, for those who like, are listening we like I'll have like a conversation before I hit record and it's so funny because I'll like do the intro and then the reactions I have to like kind of not look at you because I'll get distracted well you're like hyping me up and I'm like geeking on camera I'm (laughs) so excited I'm like I hate attention but tell me more exactly no I'm like every time I like kind of started people are like okay yeah like I'll talk about myself like I don't do like you know whatever like always like humbling and I start talking they're like oh my gosh yeah no I do that and I do that and I'm like that it's amazing. Um, but first and foremost, how are you doing? How's your week been? I'm doing really well. Um, I just got back from a trip from Savannah. And then, of course, you know, always on that nine to five grind, as Dolly Parton says. Um, <laughs> I've recently discovered her new song, Five to Nine, which just talks about like going after your dreams and like the time that you spend after your nine to five. And I was just like, getting chills the entire time so if anyone <laughs> hasn't listened to that I would definitely recommend I, say, I didn't know that she had a song five to nine I literally listened to nine to five today yeah I mean number one nine to five is the best song ever in general but I didn't think it could be topped but like the message of five to nine was just like wow like it really spoke to me and I think it would like I think it would speak to a lot of people who have all these like dreams and aspirations because you know a lot of us have these uh, nine to five jobs, which we love, they energize us. It's so exciting to get to work on so many cool things, but you know, there's also so much we want to do in our free time too. So definitely inspired me. (laughs) Absolutely. Well, thank you for bringing that energy. I was just blissfully unaware that that existed. So I'm going to have to listen to that right after this. Um, But give me kind of like a brief, like very brief, like who is Tristan? Like at the heart of it, who are you? It's definitely a great question. Um, I feel like the answer kind of changes. I'm definitely an extrovert. Um, I love to spend time alone also too, but like I feel like at my core, I get energy from talking to other people, from being with other people. So that's why this past year has just been a little crazy. Just like I miss going into an office where you just have like the stupid um office like chatter with everyone and like I feel like being you know at Auburn I always had an opportunity to like talk to someone random when we were walking to class or you know just like in a random setting no matter where it'd be you always have that fun opportunity so I've definitely missed that um but extrovert I love pop culture keeping up with like what everyone's saying on Twitter typically like to keep positive. I mean, my friends are always, if we're super close, like I'm always joking with my friends and like making them the punchline, but like what, you know, that's what I do with the people that I love. Um, I'm on Instagram a lot. I have my job, but then I also have my little side hustle of bachelor recaps and maybe one day starting a podcast, who knows. Um, um, yeah. Speaking from just like hearing you, that should be 
something you do as soon as possible. <laughs> oh I would like listen intently. <laughs> I need to, we need to have a separate podcast tutorial where you just teach me how to do a <laughs> podcast and how to like get this off the ground. Cause like Thanks. that's the main part I'm struggling with. No idea. No idea. I literally like, this is just, you know, I learned like day by day and I did a podcast with my friend last semester. It was like um, on campus at Auburn and it was like very like, free-flowing and we just sat and like talked and just happened to record it so that's kind of like what I've been trying to do but kind of tell me about like your nine to five we'll start with like you graduated from Auburn and like what's been the like career like professional kind of steps that you've kind of been taking oh I'm such a professional it's so annoying (laughs) it's so crazy um yeah so I have worked in two different agencies since graduating from Auburn I worked in one for about a year and seven or eight months. And then I've been at my previous job uh, or at my current job right now for a little over a year and both very different agencies. One focused a lot in the sports um, experiential marketing realm. And then the other is like, um, I'm on the community engagement type um, side of things. So like I said, like I love interacting with random people every single day. So this has kind of been like my alley of like communicating with random strangers. I deal with like um, a lot of, you know, things we have going on on Twitter, LinkedIn, YouTube, um, Facebook, Twitter, all of those things. And this has kind of been, you know, that's my day-to-day community community management role. So it's exciting. I also do a lot of strategy along with that. um, But definitely love working in an agency. It kind of gives you the opportunity to touch a lot of different brands that you'd never, you know, think growing up that you get to work with like a Coca-Cola or um, I work right now with um, a client called Aflac, Supplemental Insurance. (laughs) There's like a lot of different brands that you, you know, grow up hearing about and then you actually get to touch these brands and it's really exciting and cool to see. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, so let's talk about the other side. I mean, you kind of, you said you're an extrovert. I felt it. I remember a short little like story. I saw you outside of like Sky Bar one time. I was thinking I was like a freshman or sophomore and you knew um, my like Pai Kai, um, Reagan Rudder. And I was oh like, yeah. I was like starstruck. And I remember <laughs> I like ran up to you. I was like, oh my God, oh my God. I can't believe Emma. Like we've met once before and you were like, oh my God, hi. And I like took a picture with you. Like literally like. Oh my God, this is amazing. So funny. Number one, love Reagan. Number two, I was probably a hot ass mess outside of Star <laughs> Bar as I was every single time. That I've, I, like, I look back at pictures of myself there and I'm like, who let me step out of the house like looking just like you know, and also like when you go out in Auburn in like the summertime or the fall or really all year round it's like you're sweating always and like, you're like around so many people so I would just go out and then by the time I'd be like on the way back I'd be looking like a wet dog so like, well, you weren't the only one it wasn't my time to shine either but I just loved how like extroverted and just like you were just like hey like did not care so how do you kind of like put that into your Instagram, just kind of in general, like posting, like we'll get into like the bachelor and all that, but just you're such an extrovert and it seems, and it is so like authentic. How does that like, do you kind of struggle with that sometimes? Like you overthink it. Cause I feel like a lot of people try and like, it's one thing to like set up a brand, but to make yourself like look a certain way, just even if it isn't you, how do you kind of balance being a brand, but also like just being yourself and like being authentic? Yeah. Um, 
It's definitely like interesting. I feel like when people meet me or I, you know, am meeting other people, I feel like they're expecting me to just be like 100% all the time, which like, yes, I am always. Like if I'm meeting new people, like I'm always wanting to like turn up the energy. I'm always wanting to make sure that other people are feeling comfortable and like happy and that they're having a good time. Like I overthink things like that all the time. I'm like, oh my God, I hope you know, people who came over to my house had fun, like, what if they didn't like the appetizers or things like that, but, oh um, no, overthink everything all the time, yeah, super big overthinker here, um, but a lot of the time I am just, like, laying around in my bed and just, like, you know, whether it's, like, working, watching Netflix, watching other people's content, taking that in, listening to podcasts or doing things like that, so, but definitely, like, back to getting my energy from other people, like, when I'm around people, I feel like it's an automatic, like, kind of not magnet but like it's like meet other people I'm like okay like I want to make you feel excited and happy and like what can we do to have fun like those types of things so I think that's where it comes from and also just the root of that I feel like in college it helped a lot because I was a student recruiter and so I literally like interacted with so many random people all throughout the country like every single day and writing them letters and trying to like, you know, convince them, you know, that our life where we were was so exciting. And it's kind of like, I mean, I like to show off Atlanta as a city as well, just cause like, so I guess that kind of helps when I'm making content, like, you know, like, I love where I live. I get to show people that I love where like my friends, I get to show people that I love the bachelor, <laughs> I get to show people that. Um, and just being like, I feel like my number one goal is just like making people laugh and just like pretending I have a little bit of relevance. <laughs> you don't have to pretend you absolutely do. But I think that also just comes from like confidence in time. I just felt like you were always such like a confident person. And that's what I liked so much. I said like in my intro, like you're one of my favorite accounts to follow and not to mention everything, like your content is so engaging and hilarious, but like you just seem like very real. Like you're not afraid to be like, I'm laying in bed, I'm doing nothing and I'm enjoying myself. So who cares? Right. Yeah. And there are times like where I'm not embarrassed to like, I'm like, I really think about it sometimes because I like will wake up and have Instagram stories from the night before in an outfit. And then I'll wake up and like want to record something else. And then I realize, like, oh, I was, I've been in this outfit for 24 hours. <laughs> I just have to like, you know, roll with the punches and be like, yeah, this is my brand. Like I'm going to be like in the same hoodie for like 800 hours and like we're just gonna have to deal with it and roll with it because like that's who I am like of course I want to look cute but there's only so many outfits that I'm like okay yep this looks good so when I'm uncomfortable in my house like there's very limited options of what we're wearing yeah so when you kind of are talking about like your brand how would you describe your brand and then like what do you like where do you think it started like when did I think a lot of people talk about like Instagram and like influencers and that whole like pop culture movement as something of kind of being like taboo I guess in a way but you're kind of making it into like a business and like it's it's helping people it's entertaining people so kind of how did that start and then where do you kind of see it going where do you want it to go thank you so much also um (laughs) I it was really weird I feel like growing up like as in you know like college to you know transitioning into like the adult world of like having a full-time job I i sometimes saw Instagram being something that I wanted to do as a career path. Like I would definitely so much enjoy to be able to just like open my eyes and make content all day for everyone, 
you know, go get lunch and have a funny story happen to me so I could tell people on a podcast or I could tell people on my Instagram stories. Um, so it was definitely an interesting journey. I never thought that it could kind of, you know, eventually become like a side hustle, a side career. Um, but I think I've enjoyed it so much and I truly enjoy getting people's authentic live time reactions because, you know, you can find out within like a couple of minutes if some, if people think something's funny. And I feel like that's the best feeling ever. Um, just like to get in those positive reactions and people are so excited and laughing and sending it to their friends and sharing it. So that's fun. I forgot the second part of the question because I was like talking. I was going to say, I'm literally just like listening to you so intently. I feel like the second part was maybe just, I'm going to like have to re-listen to this back and figure out what I was trying to say. But I think it was just like balancing and like, where do you want the brand to go? Yes. Okay. Um, So it is weird when it comes to a place of balancing a full-time job and also wanting to make content throughout the day because obviously I want to make, you know, my boss and my um, agency, you know, happy with the work that I'm doing nine to five, but then, you know, how can we balance that? Um, You know, people at my work love to watch my bachelor stories um, as well. So like, that's always great. They're always so supportive and so happy to see me grow and things like that. Um, so that's great, but it is weird, you know, like, when can I film content? Are people going to think I'm not working if I'm recording an Instagram story during my lunch break? So it's a really weird time to be in the, like, you know, someone my age who's doing Instagram and also having the nine to five job. I know I've talked about that a little bit already, but, um, I feel like it all started, like, the first memory I realized of, like, this kind of being something that I would want to do was, like when I was started posting my Valentine's Day posts where every single year I have like a Valentine's Day tradition to myself. <laughs> I love those posts. <laughs> Amazing. So um, that just made me really, uh, the reaction I got from that was just so exciting. And like, it, you know, being single on Valentine's Day is like such a real thing. And like, obviously oh, I've it. experienced all, that. Every Valentine's Day. Yeah. <laughs> like I've experienced that 25 years. So like, trust me, honey, I've got all the experience. I'm 22. I need. I'm right behind you. <laughs> Love it. Um, so that was kind of the real moment. And then I re- like when I started joining the working world and just like, you know, our friends of people who I would be around talking about The Bachelor, I'd be like, okay, well, y'all are really annoying because like, I want to know what's going on in The Bachelor. And like, I want to talk about it too. And like, everyone's like, won't shut up about it and I have no idea what they're talking about so I feel left out so naturally I try to like you know move in and make the content about myself essentially so (laughs) it all kind of happened like that way and it's just a really funny journey of how it started versus like where we are now Mm -hmm. you saying journey right there cracked me up on the inside (laughs) because all I can think about is the bachelor yeah Um, but kind of, okay, so I feel like a lot of people, and I know myself included, I, like, struggle sometimes with Spill in particular, trying to come up with content that's, like, not just, like, another song or, like, here's what I wrote, but, like, something that's engaging and can actually help me, like, grow the brand. So walk me through, and you can use The Bachelor as an example. How do you keep up with it? Do you prep those stories? Like, how? Because you, it, it's, it's, like, in real time. Like, I will, like, yeah. wait for a commercial and look at your, like, watch your story to see your reaction. How do you express that? It is very exhausting. And I sound like a brat saying, like, oh, making Instagram stories is so exhausting. But, like. <laughs> no, but it, it is. Really... Content is so tiring. <laughs> yeah. And so I will go through 
it, it's a couple like hours of before, like a couple hours of like prepping of what I'm thinking about what I'm going to do. So I'll start off for the bachelor, for instance, that series of content, I'll start off by going to Twitter and going through all these reaction meme accounts and I'll figure out what um, like funny reactions just in my head if I'm like oh that would be funny if I can kind of pair it up like say for instance I'm thinking someone might walk in and like the vibe might be really uncomfortable and like what are people's reactions and like how am I feeling so I look for those I download probably like I have a folder on my computer with probably like four or five hundred <laughs> videos and yeah that I've just collectively gathered throughout you know this journey again <laughs> this process um, so I have all of those and then every single week before the show I'll go through and you know download a couple more because you always want to like you know say for instance like the weekend had that really funny meme where he was like running around the in the super bowl performance so yeah i downloaded that one and just downloading like what's trending that week so it kind of helps me um figure out like you know okay how can i make it a little bit more relevant as well you know all the old memes are really funny and you know like it they kind of like make the experience better because people know the meme and they like can kind of expect what you're gonna say which is cool but can we just like spice it up each week mm -hmm. and then um I always have a Twitter tab open to kind of see the general public's reaction because it's kind of scary you know being the person to make a statement because you're like okay like I don't want to like you know say something and then everyone immediately disagree with me because like it's out there and like I'll post a story and then like three minutes have like 600 views and I'm like okay like, so you have to really make sure that the yeah. content that you're putting out is like exactly what you want it to be and so like I have definitely messed up sometimes and I've definitely like you know done spelling errors and things like that but I think it's all in the like it's funny just because it's it's Instagram stories at the end of the day like we have to realize it's just like a, a little account I have that is just like fun with me and you know all these other people who I get to meet through it I think like just also like anything like spelling errors or anything like that if people notice then that's I mean that's on them you're kind of just rolling with the punches and the impressive part of you doing it like in real time like it is so fast like, it is <laughs> it's scary people, I think that's people's biggest question for me is like how do you think of them so fast and I'm like mm -hmm. I literally, like, the minute someone says something that I'm, like, or dramatic, the good thing about The Bachelor is that it kind of, like, you can feel it building and building and building, and then I'll have my live feed of, like, people, you know, the conversations on Twitter are refreshing, like, there, 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 people are like, oh, my God, I can't believe she just said that, or, um, you know, it's, it's really great how I can that can give me kind of a live sense of how people are feeling, so I can make sure that I'm kind of catering what I'm saying and you know I, I've never really like censored what I'm saying like I pretty much like say what I feel even though you know sometimes it might be in the you know smaller percentage of how people feel so I always like to make it also feel authentic to me too. Yeah absolutely and like for people I know I'm gonna repeat myself right here but I'm gonna loop myself in I struggle with this too thinking of like, what if I mess up or what if I say something wrong or like I'm in that small percentage of people that kind of have this opinion. How do you kind of, if you had to kind of tell someone like your reaction to that, like let's say you were put into that position where you kind of made a mistake or you were in that and people are coming at you and just saying like, you're wrong. How do you kind of deal with that? Cause I feel like 
social media is such an easy place for people to go after, especially if, I mean, you do have, you said it's a little account, but you have a big following. It's like 15,000. So there are probably going to be people that don't always have great things to say, especially if they don't even know you. Right. And it's a lot of like, so I've had a lot, the most common kind of like not backlash I would get, but like the, I would definitely say just like random people who don't know me, who accidentally send their thoughts about me to me. (laughs) That's happened? What? It has happened like way more times than you would think. And it is like, it's so awkward, but it's so funny. Like you have to laugh at that point that someone feels that need to like correct these little things. Like I literally was like doing a fake workout skit one time because like obviously clearly I literally like do not work out slash do not know how to work out I mean I occasionally go to Orange Theory um and I've been loving that but before this I literally like would send um like I'd post all these things like just having a fun time and then someone sent me my story and they're like um loud he looks so big and I was like oh my god what like I've never claimed to be like well obviously I claim to look like Gigi Hadid all the time because I do obviously (laughs) well clearly yeah I'm looking at you right now you do right the like the things that people feel so comfortable just like saying I'm like wow like can you guys chill so luckily it's not a lot of it's not a lot of you know instant backlash people will tell me how they feel they're like oh I totally disagree and like we can have a fun little conversation in DM so I love getting to do that but it is funny the people who accidentally send messages to me about me that's my favorite part of it I like I don't even think I would have assumed that that like has happened that's insane right but I mean I guess that's on them but I do love your like your workout and your meal preps I think that was like the first thing that's like when I started following you I think you were still in school but you would do like really wanted yeah the meal prep so for people who are listening who don't know what that is I used to do like um which I want to bring back also I just don't know how to um I used to do fake meal preps um because you know like that was all the rage on social media so I would do them with like lean cuisines and lunchables and things like that so I really guess that was the first um start into me being like a quote-unquote fake influencer like obviously like a journey would be to you know be influential and have brand deals and do that thing um but I feel like that was kind of me like poking fun at the space that we live in and it was like really exciting so I feel like a lot of it and I feel like this is probably like the like professional way or whatever to say it but it's like a lot of like satire and like you kind of just don't care which is why I think so many people like are attracted to your content because it's just it's funny and you do poke fun at like things that are going on in like pop culture and stuff like that I just I love it um just take things so seriously sometimes and I'm just like guys like the other day I made a story about like me hitting 15.4k which I'm like dangerously close to losing 15.4k <laughs> probably after I like, called out all these people but they're like you know k like I and I made this celebration I was like oh I just hit 15.4 million I'm so excited thank you for the fans and they like I had literally like six people in my DMs like you know um k means thousand and not million and I was like I mean no shit Cheryl <laughs> like of course I know that that means thousand it's called a joke and yeah realizing like not everyone gets sarcasm and like some people are gonna cross like come across my account and be like 
what the fuck? And I'm going to just have to like, so that, that keeps me up at night where those people who don't understand sarcasm and they think I'm either being an asshole or like dead ass serious about things. So it's funny. Well, if they stuck around for a little bit, then they would probably catch up on the fact that it's a joke, but so. well. So you, you live in Atlanta. Let's kind of talk about that because I know I'm really into the idea of going to a big city. I'm currently in Auburn. And for those who aren't familiar with Auburn, Alabama, it is little, it's a tiny little town. Um, little and fun. It's super little and fun, but it is little. Um, <laughs> you kind of run out of things to do at some points. Um, but tell me about like moving to Atlanta. Where are you from? I'm from Montgomery, Alabama, so also lethal and fun, um, and about 45 minutes from Auburn. Um, I moved to Atlanta after college. I also interned in Atlanta while I was still in college, and I ended up getting a full-time job um, in May of 2018, aka like the month I graduated, I also moved to Atlanta, so it was like a very quick turnaround. Like hindsight, I should have like taken a second to just like kind of like take a little break because like it is like every single day for the rest of your life now but I think working in marketing agencies in the summer is always such a good vibe anyway and it was a great experience so it's fine um but yeah I, I started off like right off the bat moving to Atlanta for those two summers and then I was really going back and forth between moving somewhere like Texas because I have some family there and my family is from there um or um, Los Angeles or New York or, you know, where do I want to be? And I ultimately landed on Atlanta, number one, for the job that I had right in front of me. That was a great opportunity. I felt really comfortable with it. Um, and number two, just like the proximity to friends that I already knew and had in Atlanta or close by in Atlanta or easy access enough for me to get on a plane to go. Yeah. Uh, visit them and then also just my family being like two and a half hours away that was also something that was important to me so yeah okay so pros and cons living in a city like Atlanta I know you visit like LA and you travel a good bit but pros and cons when it comes to keeping up with content and brand stuff such a good question you want oh to travel really and you want to be in a busy fun place yeah we need to have like a series like as you figure out where you want to move like we can like figure out like we can do like a little travel list. I was just walk, watching Love someone, um, watching someone's like con like process of buying a house on YouTube, and I was just so like invested in. It. I was so excited for them. Um, it also made me want to move, which is a lot. <laughs> I don't need to right now. Um, but let's see like, pros and cons about Atlanta. Okay, number one, it's a southern city. Um, it's a, a southern city. I feel like I said it really all there. I just love how you kind of get this like fun, exciting, vibrant, colorful city right in the south. And it just feels like everyone is so accepting, loving, um, happy, and just like excited to just, you know, when it's sun shining, they want to go out in the park, like they want to have fun. Um, I love it. I also love just like the hospitality of it all was like always such a big like deal to me just because I hate when people are just assholes for absolutely no reason and not saying people in the south can't be assholes for absolutely <laughs> no reason because they 100% can and you know that I know that everyone who's ever lived in the south knows that people can just be like absurd um which is a lot um I feel like also pros um 
the weather's really great. I mean, it is very hot all the time, and that's not great for me because I literally sweat so much. Me. I, uh, that was my biggest, like, struggle coming to the South. Oh, my God. I'm from Pittsburgh. And so, like, our, like, summer is, like, if we get up to, like, 85, we're, like, whoop, we're good. Like, it is hot. And that, yeah. it was, like, 85 last week. And I, was, I can't, like... Oh, it's, it's so, so stupid. Hot. Like, I'm wearing my hoodie right now, and I'm, like, sweating. I'm, like, why am I wearing a hoodie? I am, too. <laughs> yeah. Um, cons, I will say, something that I'm missing out on, which we, our friends are actively working to do more, is I feel like a lot of the times we have a problem for living for the weekend rather than taking advantage of the weekdays and how we can utilize those to do things like, like, Last week, we did, like, a fun little cooking party where, you know, there was four of us, and we had a dish that we had to make, um, and there was a chef on Zoom, like, teaching us how to do it. It was through my friend's work. We're not bougie and just, like, hired a chef, so no worries there, Um, but we were having fun, and it was just a different kind of experience, so kind of figuring out how we can do more things during the weekdays, but that's a, a con for me here as opposed to, like, a Los Angeles is that... It's, I feel like you're not going to like, you know, go out to grab some wine with people as much on a Tuesday here. They're, the weekdays are a little slower. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, maybe you'll do something on like a Wednesday, Thursday, but, um, and weekends are always fun, but it's definitely a little slower pace. Like a Los Angeles, you know, anyone will be out, down to go out with you, uh, uh, go out to dinner, really do anything on a Monday night. And like, with no question, they're like, oh, sure, like, let's do it, which is something I love about living there. Um, but yeah, here, I mean, it's still great, but it is definitely a little bit of slower pace, given that it's like a southern city. And, you know, people like to, it's a little bit further away, so. Yeah, and okay, so, well, number one, thank you for that, because I feel like everybody, when they're thinking about moving, there's just a lot of like, especially for me, like I've never lived in one of these cities that I'm considering. So I will take any, you know, advice or just like insight that I can get. Um, But let's kind of talk or wrap it up a little bit. I have one last question. And before I ask it, I just want to say thank you for being on the podcast. I really wanted to have you on because I feel like you're someone that, like we just said, like you have a nine to five, but you do so much outside of it. That's so impressive. And it's, it's all just, based in my mind and like creative and you just doing what you want to do which is why I started this podcast because I think at least I don't know we both graduated PR correct you were all right I was PR at Auburn and I'm very fortunate where I felt like I was very encouraged to just be an entrepreneur and do what I want to do yeah like Um, have I used PR no but like I did graduate (laughs) with it so it did you're right like giving us the chance to really like branch out and do what we want to do yeah and I think that it's also just very intimidating, especially, I'm trying to stay away from this, but like COVID and that type of thing, it's really difficult to try and be starting something or, you know, continue in a job, especially when it's based in creative marketing, PR, whatever you want to call it. Um, but last question is, what is one piece of advice um, or unexpected advice that you've either received or that you've kind of like discovered yourself that you would want to share for people who are listening to this thinking like, I want a career like Tristan's. Oh, oh my God. I'm literally so <laughs> inspirational. It's crazy. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I would say, I guess be my number one thing that I've learned growing up in this field and just like my life in general is being patient with the process. 
and understanding that not every day is going to be like you're not going to be a hundred percent you're not going to feel like you're doing the right thing because I literally have days where like I'm on such a high of like oh my god like this person reshared my bachelor stories like I'm feeling so good about it this is what I want to do like I love this so much and then you can literally wake up the next morning and be like shit like did I, is, is that content even good? Like, do people even like me? Like, am I just annoying everyone? So I would definitely say like, you're going to have those like ups and downs a hundred percent because I literally have those every single day. And obviously I don't talk about those because the days where I'm feeling that kind of like negative energy or like things like that, I'm, I'm not wanting to get on my phone. Like I'm not wanting to talk to anyone. I'm just wanting to like chill you know, listen to other people's content that makes me feel good, recuperate, regenerate, and then get back to it as soon as possible. Um, I don't know if that was good advice, but I want people to know that it's like, it's such a thing to go through ups and downs. And like, you know, it's not always rainbows and butterflies. Like there's some days where like, you know, there's a storm coming through and like, we just kind of hold on for dear life. (laughs) I get that. I definitely, at least for me, it's great advice and a great reminder because I know there are days where like I will get up and I'm like I have my to-do list I have the things that I should do and I just I like for me like I do a lot of writing and I was like I just I don't want to like yeah. sometimes I don't have like the inspiration and some days I just don't want to so it's nice to be able to like have those reminders to like it's okay you don't have to yeah. be like 110% every day you can relax and then tomorrow will be better and if it's not the next day and you just kind of roll with the punch. not the next day after that like, we'll yeah, just maybe next week like just get back into it whenever but like um, I feel like I wanted to say props I know we we're wrapping up but I wanted to say props to you for like having a podcast and having something that you're so like inspired by and want to keep going like something that I've been struggling with because I just have the fear of like no one wants to listen to me sometimes and then like I'll go through phases where I'm like planning podcasts, planning podcasts, like, we're really excited about this, and then, like, I, like, dive down on it, because I'm like, ah, I don't know, like, this, so, like, seeing you grow your platform, and, like, doing this podcast is, like, so amazing, and, like, I'm so proud of you for doing that, like, that's awesome, and that's something I wish I could actually, like, take from you, so every time I do podcasts, I go through these, like, phases where I'm like, all right, here we go, I'm starting mine, like, let's make, like, the graphics like let's do an intro like let's do this so no I get it I definitely I go through ideas like no one's business like I have like a million lists on my phone well number one thank you for saying that that was very kind of you (laughs) um but yeah no I like go through ideas and like I think once I settle on something it's like all right do it now do it now and get on a roll and then it'll just be like something you can continue working on but starting for me is like the hardest part or picking an idea and like sticking with it yeah it's really tough but um but thank you um so everybody this has been the spill effect podcast thank you so so much for listening thank you so much to tristan for being our guest this episode thank you thank you i just i've loved chatting with you i just any excuse to talk to you i'm in yeah thank you so much for having me i really appreciate it absolutely so make sure to go follow him at tristan watson you will get all the bachelor recaps you could ever need want um and also just hilarious and authentic and just amazing content and it's just like i said me screaming (laughs) (laughs) i was gonna say one of my favorite accounts to follow just so 
so fun. Um, but also while you're at it, follow me at EJ Safner and follow Spill at spill.ej. Self-promo, we've got to do it. Um, but this has been The Spill Effect. New episodes come out Tuesdays at four o'clock. Thank you so much for listening and I will see you for the next episode. Bye. Okay, hey everybody. Tristan and I are back, bonus footage. We actually just like recorded it and we wanted to do it again. So here we are, round three. Yeah, like I felt like my energy levels were down, like I'm in recovery mode and we needed to just do the story justice because of the very greatness that it is. I was gonna say it is exceptional and we just wanna make everybody feel the way that we're feeling right now. Right. I'm gonna loop myself into the story because I'm gonna give myself credit for helping to manifest it. As you should. Thank you, thank you. Okay, yeah, so basically, short little background. Um, right after we recorded the main section of the podcast, the next day, Tristan was doing his thing on Instagram and something really fucking funny and amazing happened. So I'm going to let him kind of just tell the story, but we wanted to share it because we talked about being an influencer and kind of using your platform and just all the different ways that it can go. And this story is just like we Absolutely said. Absolutely wild. It's like a roller coaster. It so is. like here I was just like having a day, if you will, you know, at my job, like having a vibe. And um, I'm just like genuinely curious of like how all these like influencers and like people that like are on social media all the time get all these like millions of PR packages. Cause like I see TikTokers unboxing them like truly like 900 a day. And I'm just like, I want to feel special. Like I want to treat at my door. Yeah. And okay, I was, wait, like, real I'm... quick. Set up what a PR like package is. Right. Okay. Yeah. I did get some questions. So basically anytime like a celebrity influencer whoever it might be, is releasing a new product or they're doing a collab with a company, they send out these PR packages. It's like a huge part, I feel like, in the social media space. Um, And a lot of like brands will do it as well, just to like promote their product and have people post about it. So they send them to all these like influential people like myself, of course. And um, in hopes they'll like show it off. Yeah, in hopes that they'll post about it. It spreads the knowledge or like awareness of what's going on. Yeah, um, loving that context because a lot of people like didn't know what they were. So like we're just like doing the Lord's work here by like telling them. Absolutely. Um, so I was like manifesting. I'm like I want to be on the level where like Charlie D'Amelio, you know, the number one TikToker, absolute gem of a woman. Like we <laughs> stan her um, would send me a PR package because I saw that all of these like other people were getting them, and I was like, I want to feel special. Yeah. Who <laughs> and- Literally. And so at that point I've like tagged Charlie and then I actually had someone who I went to dinner with, we're friends. Um, we went to dinner a couple weeks ago and then she was like, Oh my God, one of my friends is on Charlie's team. And I was like, okay, love. And she's like, I'm going to send it to her. And I'm like, okay, we absolutely love this journey. Like it's already starting off like so strong. And like, I'm not it's thinking. Really sent to someone on their team. Yeah, well, so I was, like, in a meeting for an hour. Like, I posted the story of me, like, you know, saying I wanted Charlie to send me something that'd be so cool. And then, like, I was in a meeting for an hour, and then I checked my phone, and this uh, girl had sent my story to, you know, the member of Charlie's team. And I was, like, not even thinking anything would come of it. And she was, like, oh, no, they, like, want to send it to you. Like, check your DMs from, you know, this person. And I was, like, okay, like, I did. And... I checked my DMs and she had sent, she was like, hey, we would love to send you a PR package. And apparently like 
they talked about me like uh she was like they had to ask charlie but charlie said it was great and so i was like oh so you're saying like charlie like, I'm like Tristan, let me look him up let me look yeah, at his stuff. Let, me, let me make sure like this is on brand but like i was you know for a couple hours like a household name for the d'amelios which absolutely. we absolutely love to hear <laughs> uh, yeah and then the PR package has been sent. I've been doing a whole saga. There's going to be a highlight on my story. Um, so whenever the podcast is released, you guys will be able to like follow along. If not, like, you know, if you're not already following me, like I'm doing live, you know, updates. I just found out the package has arrived in Atlanta and I'm in Los Angeles right now. And I am just so happy to get back to find it and unbox it. My roommate has it in safekeeping. She's locked it away from all of our friends. So, like, we are totally good. Um, I Nobody will murder can do someone. the unboxing without Yeah, it. I will murder someone if I found out anyone has touched it um, or, oh, you know, cut open the tape. Yeah. So I'm excited. Oh, and then, I, we forgot to mention, um, Heidi D'Amelio, Charlie's mom, followed me on Instagram, which, like, what? Like, it I was like. Amazing. If you're following Tristan, you're an amazing company. Wow. Right. And it's just, like, I just, I mean, if they want me to come to dinner at their house, like, I'm totally available. Like, I will literally, like, we can have a cocktail hour. I really don't care at this point. Like, I just want to talk. Yeah, no, like, just, like, have a little conversation. You know, compare careers and, like, you both are doing, like, such amazing things. You probably have a lot to work on. Maybe a future collab. Who knows? Uh, and then we're going to send another joint PR package together. And I'm going to make an Instagram story being like, oh my God, I remember like I talked to Tristan and like Charlie's like a close friend now. Like I hope I get their, you know, PR package. Right. And then you'll be on the list. You'll be one of the first people on the list as you did. Like you were along for this whole journey with me, like throughout this week where we've been recording. <laughs> so, like... It's so funny that like we recorded and I remember like going on Instagram the next day and you were doing like the Charlie, like, oh, I wish I could have like the PR package and then I saw it and I FaceTimed you like immediately I was like holy shit and you were in a meeting that's so funny I couldn't like I focus yeah no I literally thank god I didn't look at my phone before because I was leading this meeting like and it was like if I would have known all this like I would have been shaking throughout the meeting like stumbling my words and like meeting I, canceled I, I had to like take the last 30 minutes off of work because I like couldn't like and I was like walking in the park like I never <laughs> exercise but I was literally so like energetic. I was like bouncing off the damn walls, making TikToks, like I literally wilding. I know. I was gonna say I saw your. I think you did like the whatever it is, like mirror on TikTok with Charlie, and I was like, yes. Oh my God, she has this. She's definitely. She's seeing it. She heard your I name that day. Hopefully, oh maybe, maybe. Oh my God, what if the package has a note from her? Oh my God. If you guys are not, like, following along with the saga, like, please go, like, stay tuned for live updates on my Instagram. They will be epic, so. I'm going to say, okay, your Instagram's at Tristan underscore Watson? Yes. Okay. Everybody, go give it a follow. You you have to know. You have to know how the story, I won't yeah. even say end, how it continues. This is it's just like more of a cliffhanger at this point. Like I know, it is, honestly. Um, I was going to say, I feel like by the time this podcast gets out, the whole saga will be on Instagram, so we can all go follow yeah. it. I'll, like, include it in, like, the clips and stuff that I post, but we just had to share the story. Amazing. We yes. had to do our part. We had to. Like, it was very necessary. I'm sad we didn't have this, like, happen, but, like, it, like, earlier, but, like, it's just so great that it's come to fruition. It's just amazing. I love it so much, but, yeah, I was, like, when we FaceTimed, I was, like, do you want to, like, can we, like, talk about it? Like, can we just do, like, an extra little, like, bonus footage because yes. oh it's just what a story what a 100% oh so proud of you 
Thank you, Queen. <laughs> Absolutely. All right, everybody. So that's just our little bonus footage. Make sure, like I said, to go follow Tristan at Tristan underscore Watson. Follow me at EJ Safner and at spell.ej and all the, you know, all the fun, fun social media that everybody does at this point. But thank you so much, Tristan. Yes, you're welcome, Queen. I had so much fun. I can't wait until the next time if you ever invite me back. Oh my God, I'm going to invite you back. I might just like start a podcast and just like follow what you do. Just be like, okay, fine. Why not? (laughs) Occasionally we'll have you guest star, you know, when you have time and yeah. But all right. Thank you. Thank you. Hi again. It's EJ. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of The Spill Effect. New episodes come out Tuesdays at 4. Make sure to follow me on Instagram at ejsafner and at spill.ej to keep up with new articles, episodes, and all of Spill. Thank you again for tuning in. Sending you all the love in the world, and let's talk soon.